My name is Adeline Warren and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Hey, bitch. How you doing? I hope that you're doing well. Um, I hope that it's been a good week for you. I just finished a French class, so I feel really good about it. And I was like, I just want to fucking talk. Let's fucking chat. I have my iced coffee. I got an iced vanilla latte again today. I know you're going to judge me. Adeline, you're in Paris and all you do is drink Starbucks. Be mad about it, bitch, and stay mad about it because I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry. I had another coffee this morning, actually. It was from a cafe, but... This is what I got. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is the best that I could do for you. But I got a couple of your guys' questions on my spam account. It's called Not Adeline on Instagram. And I wanted to answer them for you because I love these are my favorite types of episodes. This is like, I think, the third episode in a row that I'm just going to be answering questions. But I love these ones. I don't know what it is. Like, it's just so fun. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Um, and I really love this first question. I really wanted to answer this first question. And someone asked me, how do you really feel in Paris? And what is the difference between Paris versus Los Angeles or Paris versus Toronto? Like, what do you feel like is the difference? At least from the first couple weeks that I've lived here. I it, Okay. If you ask me this like a couple months down the line, my answer would probably be a lot different. But from the first like, you know, month or so, I just thought I would give you guys my two cents and let you guys know what has been going on and what's been happening and what I feel like is the difference between the two places that I've lived in. Um, and I made a little list so I can <laughs> So first of all, I want to say, bitch, if you go to fucking Europe or at least France, where I am in Paris, I didn't know. Nobody told me. There's no TikToks. Nobody says this. Nobody wears leggings the fuck like nobody told me that i literally i was posting on um my spam account and i was like why is everyone giving these weird fucking looks <laughs> when i'm wearing my leggings i even went to a restaurant and someone goes oh my fitness woman and i'm like what the fuck they don't wear leggings outside of working out like it's not like a casual thing that you wear in toronto or la so that's the first thing second there's like no target there's no walmart there's no like big department no bath and body works like no big department stores that you could just get everything at so say you want to go grocery shopping you probably want to go to like a flea market or like a market they have the markets a lot on saturdays they have like fruit stores they have meat stores i mean obviously they have like 
you know, your typical like grocery stores like Monop or like there's other ones like that. But a lot of the times those are what you're going to want to go to. And the food, girl, the food is so fucking fire here. All the food. It doesn't even matter. Like, you know, when you go to the U.S., you're like, mm, you go to a restaurant, you're like, eh, whatever. Like, you kind of have to do your research and make sure you go to a good restaurant. All the restaurants are fucking fire here. And then also, again, there's like no big like Olive Garden. There's no like big restaurants here. They're all little like mom and dad pop shops uh, or mom and pop shops. Uh, is that the word for it? <laughs> but they're all little like family owned restaurants. And like, hey, OK, sometimes they can be rude. And I see people they're like, oh, I went to Paris. It was such a disappointment. And like, yeah, that's what I thought the first time, too. But it's like, you know, if you don't speak French, you don't speak the language. I understand they get a little bit like, you know, whatever. Also, I don't think that people in America really understand the lifestyle is so different here. Like it's not like the U.S. where, you know, you place your order and you are able to get your food really quick and then, you know, eat your food and then you're out the door. Like it's super quick in the U.S., whereas I feel like here they really take their time, which I honestly have learned to appreciate a lot more because before I was so antsy, I would be like, oh, my God, my waiter hasn't, you know, asked me how is it going and it's like such a long time. Like, fuck, like. I was like, the, the service sucks here, but it's not that the service sucks. It's just like the way that they live here. It's very relaxed. It's very chill here. Like when you go to a cafe, it's not like, oh, you go to a Starbucks and you grab your coffee and you go to work. They don't do that here. It's almost weird. I was carrying around my Starbucks <laughs> and I feel like you could just tell. You're like, oh, fucking American. But it's like you when you have your coffee, like maybe you can make your Nespresso at home. But a lot of the times you go to coffee, you sit down and you stay there for like 30 minutes to an hour and really enjoy your coffee or really enjoy your sandwich, enjoy whatever. And there's so many cafes all over. It's so crazy. I don't know. I used to think that I'd be like, oh, they're so slow here. Oh, like the service sucks here. But it's literally just the culture here and it's like how people are you don't get coffee you don't get tim hortons drive through there's no drive throughs here by the way you don't get your tim hortons drive through you don't get your starbucks you have to go into a cafe sit down enjoy your coffee um go with your friends spill the fucking tea dude everyone spills the fucking tea here whenever i go to all of the cafes it's always people spilling the tea someone on the phone spilling the tea and they're passionate about it too they're like blah, 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 like oh my god um but yeah i would say that they're very slow paced but at the same time it's like a big city it's very similar to new york and i this is why i understand why people may not like paris is because new york sometimes the people are very cold because it's such a big city you can't you know help everyone you can't you know be a hero to everyone i mean it would be really nice if, if people were nice actually because <laughs> in canada everyone's really nice but in New York and Paris, these big cities like this, I, I feel like it's very, uh, it can be a very lonely city because, you know, obviously people will say hi to you and people will talk to you, your waiter will talk to you, but a lot of times it's just a big city and people are cold and people have a place to go and people will do their own thing. Um, and that's a lot of times I feel like how it's similar to New York, but a little bit more slow paced than New York. I don't know. Um, the men are crazy with their cat calling here. <laughs> all the girl, all the baddies can, can relate. You're like, girl, oh my God, what the fuck was that? Um, and 
I haven't gone on any dates here, but from what I hear from my friends, the dating scene is just atrocious and awful here. At least from what I've heard, okay? Maybe you could tell me if it's wrong, but my girlfriend was telling me, she was like, yes, I went on a couple dates and like the men are so lazy. You know what their go-to is? Oh, I'd love to bring a bottle of wine to your place. Bitch, get the fuck out of my face. First of all, the wine is so cheap here. So cheap here. Bitch, the wine is like 10 bucks here. <laughs> I swear in the US and Canada, wine is like 20 bucks at least. I don't know. But apparently the dating scene is very lazy. You, you think that like Paris is such a romantic city and everything that you do is so romantic here and the men are so romantic and, you know, from the movies, it seems so romantic, but... At least from what my girlfriends have been saying, French men are just a different fucking breed. I don't fucking know. The <laughs> um, next up, I want to talk about the architecture. It's so, so, so beautiful. I can't believe it. I walk out, I walk in the street, and I can't believe that I'm walking and breathing air for free because everything is so rich and expensive looking here. I think it's because Europe is just a very old, you know, continent and they have so many beautiful buildings that are like hundreds maybe even like thousands probably hundreds of years old and the architecture is just so beautiful and then you go to los angeles or you go to toronto and it's very modern and it's very like block looking buildings which like obviously are very beautiful but when you come here you look at the architecture you see the detail you see the sculptures you see like the like it's, it's everywhere and you're like fuck like how am i able to breathe here for free like everything is so beautiful here all of the buildings and even like when I look out my window, it's like all of the details of the building, even my mirror. I'm like in LA or in Toronto, I feel like my style is very like modern and it's very like boxy and it's very clean and it's very simple here. It's like the wainscoting here. It's like the it's like the Ritz Carlton. I was talking to Amber Scholl about this and she was like, I literally based my whole apartment on the Ritz Carlton in Paris. It's so beautiful, but it's literally four thousand dollars a fucking night. It's really expensive. Um, but the architecture here, the history here is so beautiful. Speaking of the history, I feel like there are places that are haunted here. I swear to God, girl, it's like, I don't know if you believe in ghosts, but it's the the places here are old. So I just respect, <laughs> I respect the places here. But you could tell the places are old. You never know. Um, the museums, a lot of the museums are actually free and they're so beautiful. Of course, places like LA and Toronto have museums, but here it's like, you know, the iconic, like, Mona Lisa, they have Louvre, they have so many beautiful museums that you can see. And the architecture is just so beautiful. The history is just so beautiful. Of course, they have that in LA and Toronto, but it's just, you just it just feels different here. It feels so like romanticized here and it feels so, I, I can't even describe it. Um, the planes and the trains to go to different cities are so cheap so cheap bitch like i saw flights and sometimes they're like 20 bucks have you ever heard of that in toronto or la like in canada or us like the flights the trains like the trains the the public transportation system is so convenient in toronto it's like whatever in la it's atrocious the public transport system is atrocious um my brother was living with me in la for a little bit and he doesn't have a car he was trying to get around with the public transport it's awful ubering everywhere is so expensive so eventually i got my friend to like help you know rent the car to him because he's under 25 so the renting a car would be so expensive getting around in la is just like expensive in itself 
getting around here the ubers are so cheap the um planes are like 50 to 100 bucks to go to the different countries to go to london you just take the train and it's like less than 100 bucks like oh my god everywhere here i can't even imagine growing up here like I, I wonder like if people grew up here, would you just, I mean, I was talking to my, actually my one friend, he grew up in the UK, my friend Kieran grew up in the UK. He said he would go to Paris all the time. He just takes the train. He's like, I feel like I'm just at home here. I'm like, damn, imagine growing up here. Imagine growing up in Europe and you could just live anywhere. Like, oh, it's so cool to me. I don't know. I find it really fascinating. Um, the designer is really cheap here. I was looking girl if you want to get a good like deal on your designer bags Hermes especially it's like two thousand dollars cheaper here if you want say I mean this is extreme but if you want say a Birkin bag it's eight thousand dollars eight thousand dollars euros here and ten thousand dollars U.S. um in the U.S. and U.S. and euros are pretty much the same it's just a little bit different but two thousand, you're saving two. That's good. That could cover your flight, free trip, bitch. If you want to get a really expensive um <laughs> designer bag, um, but yeah, the bags are really more a lot more affordable here because they actually make it here. There's no import duties and fees. Um, you know, people say you go to Rodeo and like the people here in Europe are just like laughing at you because you're spending a crazy amount of money, way more money than they're spending here. I also feel like. A lot of the girls have a lot of designer. Maybe it's because we're in the city, but I've noticed a lot of girls have like, they're just walking around with Birkins and Kellys and Chanel and this and that. And I'm like, whoo, whoo. I don't know if, it, if it's just because we're in the city or maybe we're in a rich area, but like, what the fuck? All the girls are like, dress up to the fucking nines. Speaking of the girls, the girls here dress very, very classic chic. I feel like in LA, everybody expresses themselves. Everybody wears whatever they want. But you can wear leggings. You could wear sweatpants. You could be a bum. You could be, you know, 100% glam. You could wear whatever the fuck you want. Nobody would bat an eye. Same with Toronto. I feel like Toronto is the same where you could wear whatever the fuck you want. Nobody would really bat an eye. Here, people stare. People will stare at you if you're dressed a little bit outside of their norm. Their, their norm is very like, you know, very classic i would say it's very much like sophia richie like old money classic outfit <laughs> and it's a lot of jeans it's a lot of like linen pants it's a lot of um high neck tops it's i don't know maybe some skirts maybe um but you can never catch a parisian girl french girl wearing sweatpants or leggings ever outside ever you never catch them tripping they always have like um, some sort of jewelry. They're always accessorizing. They have always a designer bag. I'm like, fuck, like I need to dress like this. And you know, what's so funny. My French teacher would always dress like this. She's always dressed to the nines. She's ha had her cute little outfit and it's very simple. It's like very much basic outfits, but they accessorize it and they make it super cute. I don't know. It's inspiring to me because normally I wear sweatpants every day. You guys fucking know me. I literally wear my merch every fucking day. <laughs> um, so I've been able to adjust and figure out what my style is here and get inspired by seeing how they dress here. Um, I don't know. It's just really cool. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. At the drinking age, they don't give a fuck about drinking here. They never check my ID when I buy wine. They never check my ID when I go to the club. Whereas in Canada and US, I don't know why we're so strict about it. Why are we so strict about, you know, drinking age? I don't know. To me, I kind of like it here. It's like anybody is able to drink here. I To me, it's like it's almost like less of a big deal. It's just like a part of the culture. Um, but I don't know. I think I also I grew up in Canada. So the drinking age is like 19. It's like 18 in Montreal. So it wasn't really like that big of a deal. But, you know, they still ID you. They still ID you at the store. They still ID you at the club. They still ID you, you know, everywhere. Uh, whereas here, they don't ID me or anything. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about is how dog friendly it is. It is so dog friendly here and I love it so much. I even heard it's even more dog friendly in Italy and I'm so excited. I, I don't know. I kind of want to go to Italy with Blue. I'm kind of excited. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if there's like a train or like some sort of plane that we could take. But I heard Italy is very dog friendly. But here I take Blue out to walk and everybody's so friendly. Um, uh, you know, we go to the cafes and they don't even bat an eye. She's welcome everywhere. I think I saw something saying that France has no dog rules. So it's really whatever each company says. Um, so almost 99% of the places let Blue in and they're really friendly and they love Blue. They always give her a little water bowl. I don't know if you saw my little Chanel vlog, but they gave her a fucking marble water bowl, bitch. But at the restaurant, they'll give you water bowls. Like they're so nice and accommodating here. Whereas I feel like in LA, they are dog friendly. If you sit on the patio sometimes or whatever, Canada is not dog friendly at all. You can't bring your dog anywhere. Um, I don't know they they get they're rude and they're like oh you can't bring your dog or I don't know but I don't know I love how dog friendly they are here and there's dogs everywhere it's like the best thing ever but that's what I feel like to answer your question a very long answer to your question that is what I feel like is the difference between um 
you know, Paris and LA and Toronto from what I've seen in the past like couple of weeks. Um, and I don't know, it gets really lonely here sometimes. And sometimes I'm like, ugh, I don't know if I made the right decision. But then there's times where I'm like, I'm walking blue and we're out and we're at a cafe and I'm reading my book and I'm at peace and I'm I'm having a, a, a coffee and the waiter is just like letting me be. And I'm, I'm at a, a cafe for like three hours just reading my book. Like, I'm like, this is so peaceful. I don't know. And even just like the work culture, the work culture in Canada and LA is like grind, 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 grind. It's like you're constantly reminded, like, how much money do you make? Like, what do you do for a living? Or, um, you know, everybody's always working. And especially I don't know if you guys noticed, this, but after COVID, I feel like it went from work hours to like just 24 seven you always are on Zoom. You always need to be available for attacks. You always need to be available for this. Everything is virtual now. I don't, and there's no time for a break. Whereas here in Paris, it is so slow here. You know what's so funny? You go to the, uh, like, say you want to go to like fucking DHL or something. They close from like noon to like 1 p.m. for lunch. Like they, they have their employees, they get off at noon to 1 p.m. and they just have lunch. And then there's a sign that's like, oh, I'll be back in an hour. And you're like, damn, I just, I saw on Google, you guys are supposed to be open. Nope, they're at lunch. Um, I don't know. They're just very chill here. They're very slow here, which I think I've kind of grown to admire and grown to like. Um, but yeah. Long story short, these are the things that I am happy here and I, I feel like I'm growing and learning a lot here, but yeah. <laughs> Next question, someone says, is it normal to get bored in a three-year relationship and how do you keep it going? A hundred percent. And whoever says, oh, you know, we've been dating for 30 years strong and like, oh, blah, blah, whatever. I mean, I've never been in a relationship for 30 years, but it's like, you know, Nobody realizes and nobody wants to say it, but relationships are work. There's no such thing as like, oh, happily ever after. And then you have, you know, forever. And, and you know, it's a Disney princess happy ending. And, you know, you have to put in no effort and you're going to be in love forever. And it's going to be the honeymoon phase forever. And you guys are just going to be head over heels for each other and blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. Like, that's what I thought when I was younger. But that shit just like does not exist. And I feel like it's very unrealistic to ask yourself of something like that because relationships are work. It's like friendships. It's like friendships. You have to put in the effort. and You have to ask your friend, how are you doing? Like catch up with them. And sometimes you fight and sometimes you make up and sometimes, you know, you guys agree and sometimes you don't agree. And sometimes you have laughs and sometimes you cry together and sometimes you bump heads and whatever it is. But it's a hundred percent normal to get bored in a three-year-old relationship um how to keep it going i feel like being independent and communicating is they're just the top two things that i feel like make a relationship very exciting for example i i, I feel like there's a good balance between being independent versus being with your partner 24 7 because 100 percent, i totally get comfortable in relationships and i'm you know i'm like you know it's so much easier to just stay with this person or blah 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 but you know when you spend too much time with someone it could even be your brother it could be your sister it could be your best friend you know when you spend too much time together and you're like you're kind of fucking annoying bitch <laughs> and then you know the tiktok sound that's like when you and your bestie spend 24-7 together, you have nothing to talk about. She's like, eat your fucking food, dumb bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like having time apart and being able to, you know, 
go out to lunch with your girlfriends or have him go out to golf with his guy friends or being able to go to see your family without him or, or go, being able to go to the dog park by yourself or being able to let him go out with his guy friends because you trust him and you know you know that you're a catch and if he wants to cheat then he will cheat and there's nothing that you could do about it um I don't know I feel like there's a balance between spending a lot of time together versus being independent and I feel like there's so many times where I get lost in relationships and I remember when I was in a long relationship I was like I know I'm, a, I'm an independent person like I'll be totally fine without them like I do things on my own and you know whatever but now looking back at it like I was totally total. I mean I wouldn't say codependent but I would say maybe they were codependent on me um and codependency is just not sexy and how do I explain what is codependency like codependency is basically codependency is an unhealthy dependence in relationships the codependent will do anything to hold on to a relationship to avoid the feeling of abandonment an extreme need for approval and recognition a sense of guilt when asserting themselves and a compelling need to control others so in a relationship there's always a person and then a codependent person someone that you need to survive with and I feel like in any healthy, long-term relationship, you guys need to be able to almost be a team. Not really like you guys are the same person, your other half. It's almost like you guys make each other better. So I see this online. It says signs of a codependent false self. It's emotional numbness, low self-esteem, worth is conditional depending on if other people like you, anxiety with other people, editing your words, dissociation, you know, dissociation when you're like kind of zoning out. Um, you're watching yourself. You're often feeling empty. You're dead. You're flat. You're shameful. Um, you imagined superiority. You have trouble regulating emotions. You have trouble connecting with others. And you have a fear of intimacy and almost imposter syndrome. Like you don't deserve to be loved. Like why would, why would I deserve to be loved? Why would anybody love me? You know, whereas I feel like a independent, strong, confident person would almost feel the opposite. They feel very empowered. They're very confident. They when they say something, they very they mean it. They're able to regulate their emotions. They're able to connect with others. Um, they make friends very easily. They're not afraid of intimacy and they do believe that they believe they deserve love. So I don't know. I think I would maybe ask yourself, like, how do Yes, I go on dates with my partner, but what is the most re important relationship that you have in your whole life? It's your relationship with yourself. Maybe ask yourself, yes, I'm going on dates with my partner, but am I getting going on dates with myself? You know, I'm getting to know my partner. I know their favorite color. I know their favorite mo movie, their favorite TV show. I know this about them. I know their favorite outfits to wear. I know, you know, what kind of sports they like and their favorite players. But do I even know myself? What are my hobbies? Do I have things that I like about myself? Do I have maybe a, a sense of style? Maybe my style is changing because we're always constantly changing. We're never the same person year after year after year. Um, do I have this new longing for something? Is there something in my childhood that I've always wanted to do? Um, am I trying to get better at cooking? Like, have I reached out to my girlfriends recently maybe? Or maybe my gay best friends? Like, bitch, like, ask yourself these questions and I promise you, 
the happier and more confident you are within yourself, the happier and more confident you'll be in your relationship and more fulfilled that you'll be in your relationship. You know what I really recommend? You should read the book Eight Rules of Love by Jay Shetty. He talks about this in this book. I don't know if you want to read it or if you're a reader, but I am in the beginning of his book and he talks a lot about this. It's so, 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 so important. Because true love really does exist. I used to be like, oh, true love doesn't exist. Like the divorce rate is so high. It's over 50%. Like who would bet against those odds and like whatever, you know, maybe you had um, a bad parents growing up and maybe you think, you know, they're divorced now. And like, did they ever love each other? And like, whatever, does love truly exist forever? And I really do believe love truly exists. It's just not easy it's work and you have to continue learning about yourself you have to continue learning about your partner you have to continue being a team you have to put the work in it's not just going to come easily and yeah i don't know that's how i would say to keep it going a long relationship long long answer (laughs) again (laughs) next up someone says how do you know when it's time to leave a relationship or friendship Everybody says this, but you should definitely do a pros and cons list. (laughs) Go in your notes app and write down what are the pros that I get out of this relationship and what are the cons that I get out of the relationship? You know, is this person loving towards me? Do they really, truly, genuinely care about me? Do they make me a better version of me? Or maybe they're not making me a better version of me. Maybe I feel very stagnant with them. Maybe, you know, I don't like the way that they talk to me when they get angry or maybe they get a little like physical when they get angry or whatever it is. Write it down in your notes app. And if you find that the pros are longer, you know, maybe I would try working it out. And if you find that the cons are longer, then I feel like that just speaks for itself. I don't know. Same with friendships. And it's really hard. Bitch, it's really hard, especially with friendships. You're going to be like, but you know, this person is my friend. We've been friends for so long. Like, why would I end it now? But they say that you become like the three people that you hang around the most. And if you are looking at your friends and you're looking at your circle of friends and you're like, I don't want to be like my friends. Maybe it's, you know, time to start branching out. Maybe it's not necessarily like having this huge friendship breakup, but maybe it's just like DMing someone asking to get lunch or maybe it's going on bumble bff or maybe it's going to a cafe and saying hi to people or going to a new workout class and making friends there it's really hard and i i struggle with this a lot it was one of my goals in paris to make friends in real life and not online (laughs) because i have trouble with it um but yeah i feel like i i don't know i don't know if this helps it's whatever you feel in your gut honestly um Because I always listen to my gut because your gut, you have a gut feeling for a reason. Someone said, how do you cope with a breakup because he cheated? Well, I first of all want to let you know, you're going to ask yourself, you're going to be like, oh my God, could I have done, could I have prevented it? Like, could I have been sexier could i have been hotter could i have you know interested in him more could i have been a better girlfriend could i have done this could i have done that but let me tell you 
If someone cheats on you, it is never, ever, 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 bitch, a you problem. It is never. People cheat not because their partners are, are bad. Emily Redichowski is so fucking hot. She's like the whole fucking package. You see all these beautiful celebrities that are, you know, the most gorgeous woman in the whole world. And you're like, how the fuck did they get cheated? What do I have? You know? But it's never the woman. It's always the person that cheated that is the problem. They're insecure. People cheat because they're insecure. People cheat because they need outside validation outside of their relationship. People cheat because they have inner work and they, they're like sneaky, they're slimy. They will do things and they, they know that it'll hurt their partner, but they don't think because they don't think about their partner. They're thinking about their insecurity. They're thinking about having their ego stroked. They're thinking about... Um, you know, what will make me feel valid? What will make me feel good in the moment? And it's cheating. And it sucks because they're doing something that you really don't deserve. But I guess life is fair because it's unfair to everybody. And it fucking sucks. And being cheated on is just like, I can't even imagine. It's probably the worst feeling in the entire fucking world. But I just want you to know that it's not your fault and never, ever, 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 bitch, blame yourself for getting cheated on because it's never the person's fault. It's always the cheater's fault. Um, how do you cope with a breakup because he cheated? Know that it's not your fault. You're a bad bitch. He couldn't handle all of this bad bitch. That is why he, che- he couldn't handle all of this bad bitch. So that's, that I, that's what I would tell myself. <laughs> Next up, someone said, what have you found that men most enjoy during sex? You're going to think I'm crazy for this. You're going to think, I know what you're going to think. You're going to think, oh, Adeline's going to say a blowjob, pleasing him, doing this, doing that, doing the XYZ trick, doing a handstand, fucking like the go, go, like fucking down your fucking throat shit. No. You know what I found makes men the horniest and makes them the most excited is genuinely like pleasing yourself like genuinely having a good time genuinely orgasming and knowing your body and telling them what to do to your body and just feeling your body and even playing with yourself while having sex like this stuff i swear to you nobody talks about this shit but it gets men so horny Women too. Gets everyone horny because men are so easy. Men get horny. They're like, dick is up. They're like, ugh, whatever. They're so easy. Women, on the other hand, we are brought up with so many fucking insecurities. They're like, oh, women's vagina smell. Oh, women should have no stomach rolls. Oh, women should have big boobs, big butt, but then also be skinny, have little fucking like, but like, there's so many things that you could say about women. Women are so insecure during sex that it's hard for us to enjoy ourselves. But I've noticed when I started letting go of like all of the insecurities that I have and I'm like, what if he what if he thinks that I look fat here? What if he thinks this or what if he thinks that or what if I have roles at that angle or like what if this or like, oh, I'm going to actually go like this so that it looks better. I promise you it doesn't matter. Men don't give a flying fuck. Uh, People that you're having sex with, they don't give a fuck how you look. Like maybe do that when you're filming a sex tape, maybe. But in real life, men don't think about that shit. You know what? They men will never remember her ass looks so good. I mean, maybe they will, but her ass looks so good at this angle. She had no rolls. She her titties were like perfect at this angle. Like men don't think that. They think back to themselves like, oh my god, like. 
I made this woman like orgasm and she was like playing with herself and it was so hot and she was genuinely like enjoying herself and like I really like conquered her in the bedroom like she had such a great time like I've literally had men or like this like one time I had a hookup and they were like oh my god it's literally like my fantasy to watch a woman like play with herself and I'm like what I thought we all did like we all we, no, we, like play with yourself while you're having sex and like really enjoy yourself and like really live in the moment stop asking yourself what's it what am I going to do to make him come ask yourself what am I going to do to make myself come I swear to you it's like life-changing and it's so sexy and you're going to have the best sex ever when you start changing your mind to stuff like that really I promise bitch like fucking like enjoy it really enjoy it really focus on getting yourself off tell your partner how to get yourself off like do it get yourself off um and that is the thing that i feel like makes men the horniest um next question <laughs> really tmi someone said what do i do to stop being paranoid of pregnancy well, girl, there's so many options. You could be taking birth control. You could be using condoms. I'm going to be honest. The pullout method is kind of scary because nobody talks about this, but they have pre-cum. Men have pre-cum. It's very rare, but you can get pregnant from pre-cum. Um, so, you know, use condoms. Go on birth control. Ask your man to get a vasectomy. Tie your tubes. There's lots of things that you could do to not get pregnant. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. That's what I would say to them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Next up, what is your opinion on a hookup culture? I think I, the things that I did when I was younger, like 22, 23, I wouldn't do now. But I'm glad that I did do it because I got it out of my system. I almost like needed a little hoe phase to just like get it out of my system, date all the fuck boys, date all the bad boys. Um, and just really get it out of my system so that I can figure out what I want. But thinking about hookup culture now, I don't know. I, I feel like I needed it back in the day. But now that I got it out of my system, I just feel like I need to protect my peace <laughs> and I need to protect my fucking energy especially like at the begin or at the end of like my whatever hoe phase um I started being very picky about people's energies and the people that I hook up with because sex is the biggest energy transfer that you could ever give to anyone you walk on the street and someone says oh I love your outfit and then you feel happy you're like oh thank you it's an energy transfer you go in traffic and someone's like, fuck you. You feel negative. That's an energy transfer. You get naked with someone in bed and they're inside of you. Bitch, that is the craziest, most gnarliest energy transfer. Whatever they are, if they're an anxious person, if they're um, a bad person, how do you think you're going to feel for the next week? You're going to feel anxious and bad. So I feel like I started only hooking up with people that I felt like had good energy because I felt like I, I almost had like a hookup hangover. It's like such a thing. <laughs> um, and my girlfriends have experienced this too. So hookup culture, I think is, you know, it's fun. But I feel like protecting my peace is so much more important. I would rather use my vibrator. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
but my camera's about to die so i'm gonna end this episode here i hope that you guys enjoyed it if you guys are listening on youtube make sure to give this video a like let me know any comments do you agree with what i said do you disagree with what i said anything down below um if you're listening on spotify or apple music make sure to give this video five stars it helps me a lot but i love you guys I'm always here. If you ever need to talk, I'm always here. I always answer my messages on my spam accounts, not Adeline on Instagram. Um, but I love you and I'll talk to you soon. I'm here every Wednesday. If you ever need to talk, same place, same time. Love you guys. Bye. Did you like that episode? I really hope that you did. Um, if you haven't already, then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after. Just click on the links, whatever it is. Um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed. Also, be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot. Um, but I love you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.